What is up, my fellow Lightwalkers? Welcome to another episode of Inflow. And on today's episode, I have one of my best friends, Colton Parker, also known as Unity Music, on the podcast. We're going to be talking about finding the dream for your life and executing upon it, what it takes to really start making things manifest into your life and really finding your path even through challenging situations. So it's going to be a really cool episode. Colton's been a good friend of mine for close to five years now, and we've been through a lot together. And it's been cool to see his path and journey unfold as well as mine. So we'll definitely dive deep on some things we've learned along the way. So without further ado, here we go. What's up, bro? How you doing? Good. How are you doing, bro? Doing good, man. It's been a, it's been a good year so far. Dude, 2021 coming around strong. It's been, yeah, it's been good. Like last year, definitely, I'd say collectively, we got our butts kicked a little bit, but in a good way, like things, things were falling apart so that new things could be born and new possibilities for our life could, could take hold, I would say. If you didn't learn from 2020, you won't learn ever. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it was really a blessing like obviously like we got a lot of things taken away from us that we didn't really enjoy doing or we enjoy doing and things that you know were fun to do but at the same time it gave us a lot of time to really go deep within ourselves I feel like and and learn a lot of interesting things that I don't think we would have learned had we not um spent that time it was really cool too because you watched it not only us but a lot of people went through these like spirituality growth phases and it was really interesting seeing multiple people go through it and go through these changes and then see a lot of people that were stagnant as well. Yeah, it's been a, I mean, they talk about, you know, the ascension through, you know, higher dimensions of living and without getting too deep into it. I mean, there's a lot of people that up leveled themselves and took the time to understand their traumas and things that were weighing them down and stopping them from living a greater reality for themselves. And you saw them do that deep inner work and that's the stuff that doesn't get talked about ever. Like it's never in the mainstream, like people not being, being in the public eye for months at a time because they're feeling down and working through things. And I think that's something that we should more be more normalizing is like those tough times and, you know, knowing that you're not alone and that you can work through them with yourself and with other people. And it, it's just been, it's been good, man. Like 2021 is going to be a big year for us. It's and it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, like so, the, all the learning lessons have been worth it. I'll just say that. Definitely. So let's hop into like where you're at right now. So what are you doing right now? <laughs> what have you been up to? I want I want everyone to hear what you've been doing and, and the kind of shit that you've been sacrificing and making happen in order to fulfill your dreams. Well, the what, how it first started was at the beginning of 2020, I lost my job. And it kind of uh, offset me and set me up to be in a place of where I had the understanding if I could continue to do what I was doing, which wasn't working for me, or to move forward and try something new or try chasing a passion. So obviously what I decided to do is try and change the script a little bit. Um, obviously due to other things that have happened in the past, I had a lot of debt that I had to pay off, like COVID made it really hard to find a job at the right time. And so I had to really work on finding a way to make money. So what I started doing is I started buying all of this music equipment on credit cards, um, obviously making the situation worse, but trying to make it better at the same time. 
And I would go on these work trips and every single work trip, I would sleep in the back of my car for months at a time and make as much money as possible while still trying to fund all the, the software and then also the equipment that I believed I would need and also educating myself along the way. So right now, um, as of three days ago, I just barely got back flying in from Florida and I slept in my car for one month um, and it was wild. There was like, just to be as honest and blatant, there was one point where I didn't have any gyms. So for four days, I didn't shower and I was in the back seat of my car wiping myself down with wet wipes, like dead ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's gnarly shit. And I think the big thing is just like commending you for doing that because so many people would never do that in order to fulfill their dreams and get themselves to the, where they want to be. So I think that's been, it's been really admirable to watch you do that and make that sacrifice. Cause I, I think you're probably one of maybe one of the only people that I know that would actually do something like that. One thing that's really interesting about it too, is having my plan and what I'm actually working towards with music. It's never been hard. I've never sat there and been like, oh, this sucks or I hate where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I've appreciated every step of the way. And also at the same time, too, I kind of know I know that I'm in the story right now. Like I know that I've been filming a lot of it. I've been writing a lot about of it, uh, about a lot of it so that when I come back to it um, in the future, people will be like, wow, this guy came from this or he did this in order to make this happen, which has actually happened with a lot of other artists. I know like Ghastly, Elenium had a huge drug addiction that he pulled himself out of, too. And just really, I'm watching myself start to live the beginning of a story that I've heard of other artists. And it's very inspiring for myself, but also it's very motivational to keep doing it to inspire others to chase their dreams. Exactly. And it's cool because like as you start gaining more awareness is one th like one good learning lesson. I'd say like I'm much, we're both more way more aware than we used to be is that you start realizing that every single piece is so important to it and that you're just living that part of the story rather than being blind to it and then one day making it and being like, oh damn, that happened, that happened perfectly. It's like, you know that as things are unfolding, when you're on your path, you understand that even though it's like not exactly where you would like to be in that exact moment, it's perfect for where you need to be. And it's all adding up to this like epic saga and, and fairy tale of a life that you're creating for yourself. And I think that's the big thing is just like taking control and knowing that you're the one who writes the fucking story. Like yes. you're, you're the that's one the, who writes the, the story. Key. It is the, it's the biggest key is that you don't ask for permission. You don't ask for the opinions of others. You go on what you feel, what feels right. It's like this deep inner sense of knowing, like there've been plenty of people that I've, I've had that have been, you know, always put their opinion out about what I'm doing with my business and how I'm going to build it. And they like, I just don't listen to that. I tune that out. You know what I mean? And I'm sure you could, you could share that like with your family, you know, oh, yeah. like you're the only, you told me out of 120 people in your family, you're the only person who actually is pursuing something that they're actually passionate about. Yeah. All my family members went into military or started, they just have all done things in order to make money. And I caught myself in a similar pattern. That was the one I wanted to break. And so now for me, it's doing this is, has nothing to do with money. I haven't even thought about money with it. And obviously I need to figure out a way to make money with it. And I know that that'll come, but there's never been a time. And this is the first time ever where I've been like, how much money is this going to make me? Or how far is this going to get me? The whole time has just been about vision and how I want it to feel. Mm -hmm. And so what's very interesting is I, I can already feel what it feels like, which is helping me manifest it. Mm -hmm. even more so I can close my eyes and I can envision it and I know exactly where I'm going and I'm just 
It's just about the time and the work in order to get there. It's like this beautiful balance of like being able to envision where you desire to go and like what the manifestation is, but also not being so strict and tight with it that you restrict the universe's ability to create for you at the same time. Like it's like you, for me, I, I kind of like being surprised, I like being pleasantly surprised and not having it all figured out and knowing every small detail, knowing where I want to go, but kind of letting the universe like help me co-create that journey. Just like, just like small things, dude, like that, that lady giving you that guitar, like her, yeah. like tell that story. Like, like, so, like this is like reaffirming your path that you went like that you're on right now. And like the universe gives you signs when it's truly what's meant for you. So I'd love for you to share that story. Cause I, it was pretty, pretty kick-ass honestly. So I was in this small, well, it's not actually not small. It's probably about the size of Salt Lake city, but it's called Dayton, Ohio. And I ran into this really sweet old couple and they were talking to me and they asked me about what I do outside of my job. And I told them that I was actually, I told them my story is like, I'm sleeping in the back of my car, trying to make enough money to pursue a career in music. She's like, oh, no way. My son, um, who actually overdosed on heroin, he had like all of this music stuff and he recorded a bunch of things and he had this guitar and she's like, here, let me actually show you. So she pulled out these three guitars and two of them were electric guitars made of wood that had like dragons on them and tigers. And they, I, I like researched it for him and I was like, these are like $3,000 guitars. Like you guys should keep these for sure. And then they, there was this acoustic guitar and I hadn't, I have an electric, but I don't, I didn't have an acoustic at the time. And I was actually just going to go home and borrow my brother's, which is a decent guitar, but I don't know. It just never happened. I, I needed to make it happen faster. And before I left this lady, she goes, one of what? She goes, I want you to have this. And she, hmm. she's like, I know my son, like he loved this guitar. And what's really crazy is I thought it was just a reg regular guitar. And so this guitar, while I worked, just sat in the back of my trunk and I'd go into parks and I'd play it in the mornings. And sometimes I'd sit in the back of my car in Walmart parking lots before I go to bed and I'd sit there and play it. And it wasn't until I got home about three weeks later that I realized this guitar actually had um, its own tuner in it and also an electronic plug-in so I can plug it directly in and use it for recording. So it was exactly what I needed in order to produce music, which was even more of a sign of just like me being right on the right path. It's so sick. Like I've had so many synchronicities like that. I've had a few with you and in, in pertinence to like rave raid. Cause I mean, rave raid, I would say at the, this current juncture in my life is like your equivalent of music. Like it's this dream and idea that I'm manifesting and creating and I've had some pretty crazy synchronicities with it. One of them being that this guy, um, I did a podcast with a lady named Monica a couple of weeks ago and she, um, got me connected to the CEO of the company she works for, which is a water program or a water company that sells Kong and water machines. But basically I ended up zooming with this guy and I'm pretty sure I told you this about, about no, him. This is new. You I may haven't. have told me, you may have told me I, yeah. So basically I get on this call cause I, I'm trying to figure out how to get better water into music festivals. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember this. Yeah. And so figuring out how we can get better quality water in cause like the water quality at music festivals, you know, is like garbage. It's, it's not trash. very good. And Full of fluoride, everything funny, funny enough. I tell him about rave raid and what we're doing in our mission. And he goes, yeah, I'm actually, I went to school with, you know, Jaws's wife. And I was like, and he's like, yeah, I'm actually good friends with a couple like, like marshmallows manager. He's like, just, just like, let me know when you're ready and I'll get you guys in touch. And I was like, I had a synchronicity two days before with that. And I was like, holy shit. Like it's that, that's what those little things make it real. That was the synchronicity for me. That was like, shit. 
this is real. Like I'm doing this, like I'm going to make this happen because that was like too big of a synchronicity and a coincidence, quote unquote, for me to ignore. Like it, it really like cemented me on the path. And like, I've, I've like quadrupled down on everything that I'm doing with this. Cause I was just like blown away. And that's just going back to the universe, man. Like it always just fucking shows you. It shows you in some beautiful ways some unexpected ways. One of my favorite things about how it shows you in unexpected, beautiful ways is you'll have something that happens in your life that you at the time in your underdeveloped self that is currently developing will experience something that is like a form of derailing. Like you're being derailed off your path, it feels like, or where you think you're supposed to go. And so you'll have this traumatic, crazy event that kind of puts you like on the map of where you're supposed to go. And at the time when it's happening, you're like, fuck, what do I do? Like, I have no idea what to do. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. And you kind of just get caught in this limbo. And then you, once you're set back on path and like a little bit more aligned, you'll look back on those moments and you're like, holy fuck, I'm so glad that happened the way that it mm -hmm. did, even though at the time it was completely chaotic. Yeah. I mean, I'll, we'll talk about an experience without going too far into detail about something we just talked about on the phone this morning, but basically we had an issue with uh, one of the part of the supply chain in Raverade. It come up out of nowhere. And I remember when it happened that I just sat there and was like, you know what? This is happening for a perfect reason. Like, I don't understand it exactly right now, but I know that this is ultimately lining us up towards the best possible scenario for this business and this mission. And when you know that, when you get that understanding and you're like one with the universe or at least in alignment with the universe in your path, when minor inconveniences happen like that, you're just like, you know what? I know this is working out for me. And when you flip that switch, I mean, you, you could probably speak on that quite a bit. It's like when you flip that switch from why is this happening to me instead of this is happening for me, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. You don't feel alone. You're, you're like, just in alignment and you don't stress and fear and panic and get anxiety and depression. Like you're just, you understand that everything is coming together, even things that you can't necessarily perceive. And even when those little things do happen or the road bumps, you know that you're going to do anything in order to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so there's no point in worrying. There's no point in going into that fear-based mindset. And we talk about people who, who focus on like who are successful. I would consider, I would say that we've been successful, you know, in a lot of ways, like professionally speaking, I would say worldly speaking, financially. spiritually, financially, like we've had some really good success. We've been really fortunate to land in good situations that have allowed us to, you know, display a lot of our skills and really hone our skills. And as a result, be able to live a very good life thus far, um, you know, compared to most, which we're really grateful for. But you just know that everything is, it's not just you is yep. the best way to put it. Like it's so hard to explain. And this is where we kind of get into the metaphysical stuff. It's not that there's no science behind this. There's no like backing. There's no papers and research. It's just this inner knowing. It's this like this sense of understanding that everything is exactly the way it should be. And it's such a beautiful feeling that I want every person on this planet to experience, which is alignment and, just surety and being on their path. So one thing that I think that would be good for us to talk about is because we were talking about this a little bit this morning is when you find that, that path and what you want to do and you get that spiritual alignment. Um, now what you have to start doing is reprogramming your body and mm -hmm. your brain in order to constantly pursue that or else what you're going to do if you don't learn how to do that is you're just going to sit there and think about what you want to do or what you want to happen. 
and it's just going to sit there as time passes you by. Mm, and there's no, yeah, there's no action. So a lot of it's re- reprogramming the brain and mind. And that's a good thing to talk about because what we were talking about this morning on the phone before we decided to podcast today was that when you get into a really deep meditation, which is something that comes out over time and you gain the awareness to understand like how the brain works and how the mind works, you start seeing how it really operates. And an example of this is when you drop into like a very deep meditation, like when you're in like those Delta brain waves, like really deep in it, practically asleep, the body's asleep, the mind's awake. You start seeing where the mind drifts to. You start seeing where the mind goes and it started happening to me. And I was like, shit, like I can't even control my own mind while I'm meditating. And then I realized that this is an opportunity because that means that I'm in the subconscious mind and it's just running crazy. And I got a good view of what that looks like. And I got to experience what that looked like as a third person perspective, seeing my subconscious mind working, I was able to stop myself. So when you're deep in those meditations, you stop yourself and come back to present. And then you start telling yourself different mantras. You're reprogramming your brain. You're, you're literally you're finding the triggers and you're reprogramming mm-hmm. how you think exactly. so that your new subconscious programming becomes what you programmed yourself. It's like that. It's like that um, thing I sent you on Instagram is like the conscious mind is the gold setter and the subconscious it's mind is the go getter. Like, because it's so true is that you're, we, we desire our conscious mind knows what it wants all the time. It wants a better future. It wants more money. It wants love. It wants more happiness. It wants all these things. Right. But if your subconscious mind is not in alignment with that, then the likelihood of that happening is really low because you're going to get distracted. You're going to be around the people who you've been living around that are holding you back, holding you back. And they're putting you in a position that, that makes your subconscious mind keep running that programming. And that's why, I mean, I, I know that you're feeling a huge urge to want to be more free and move about and have new experiences all the time because on the other side of new experiences is new understanding, new, new programming, stimulation. new stimulation. Like it's such a beautiful experience. And for me, it's like, that's why I can't do the nine to five anymore because Sorry. the nine to five puts you into a program. It like, really does. You you just do the same thing over and over again. And I don't know how you can be aware and be okay with it. Yep. And that's, and that's the thing is, and there's some, there's some jobs out there. Like we worked, we worked those jobs where like the, right. the money's there and it's like, damn, I'll keep doing this. And it served a good purpose at the time. Right. Yeah. Like it served a great purpose. It allowed us to travel the world and do go to music festivals and really get to understand ourselves on a deeper level and ultimately find our path. And for me, like where we used to work at it ultimately led to Raverade because we didn't, if we didn't get the understanding of supplementation as well, I, I know for a fact I wouldn't have created this company. So well, it's a beautiful thing. And that's talking about like the saga and journey of everything leading up to the ultimate, the ultimate goal, yeah. the ultimate, the ultimate move. Um, I think for some people who may not meditate or be as spiritual in a sense as some people like us are. Um, it would be good to kind of explain to them a little bit about more about subconscious programming and also um, how to understand it, how to catch triggers. So, for example, when you're driving and you have a long drive, maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes, even an hour, you know how you'll just be sitting on the road. You may be listening to your music or not, and you just have that point where you kind of just go a little bit blank and your mind just wanders. That right there is subconscious programming. Mm-hmm. So what that is, is that is your brain, which is used to thinking similar thoughts and just jumping back and forth. Now, if you have the ability to be aware enough to actually catch when that happens, catch the trigger, you can actually reprogram your thoughts so mm-hmm. that when you jump back into that repro- like that subconscious programming, 
the thoughts that you reprogram over and over and over become those sub subconscious thoughts. Exactly. I mean, think of it, think of it like this from like a very simple perspective. It's like, imagine having the brand new iPhone, but running the iPhone five software. It's a little bit that's, slower. That's a little bit slower. It's not up with the times. It doesn't have the capabilities. Like it's not at the, at, you know, running as well. The battery doesn't charge as well. Like all these things, right? It just doesn't work as well. So we have to constantly keep upgrading our programming. And that comes from a place of humility and understanding that, you know what, you don't always have to be right and being fixated. That's one thing I noticed with a lot of clients that we work with in the insurance space. Like younger people are easier to work with. And a lot of times because they're more able to keep an open mind. But if you don't grab a hold of your mind in your early 20s, late, early 30s in that range, by the time you get 40, 50, 60, it's hard to change because it's you're be hardwired. Really hard. Think of every day that goes by that you're not improving and rewiring yourself to a greater potentiality for yourself. You're hardwiring an old program that doesn't work for you. And I think a big thing too, like you mentioned, is once you catch that, when you see it happening and you catch yourself slipping, you cannot backdoor yourself. You can't condemn yourself and be like, damn it, like thinking negative thoughts again like you're such an idiot no, like cuz then you're just programming then, that back then you're in. reprogramming it you're backdooring yourself you have to become and this is something that didn't stick for me with me for a long time up until recently is that you have to become the conscious observer of what you're thinking and feeling yep like you have to be detached from what you're thinking and what you're feeling and saying like okay i asked myself I have like a, a limiting belief or a limiting thought i say does this align with a greater future for myself no, it doesn't. Okay. I, I say to myself out loud, I do not identify with that thought pattern. And then immediately I think of, okay, what am I going to replace that with? Instead of it's like, I don't have enough money is money comes to me effortlessly and easily in many ways all if, the time. If like, more people knew about this too, do you know the so much less prescription medications for anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, and other things like this? would actually, they'd be, they wouldn't be going out anymore. Well, here's the problem. This is the big problem that I note is that and you probably ran into this a lot in Michigan. Like I did when mm -hmm. I was doing the door to door. Yeah. I mean, people, especially older people, they're just medicated at the, the yin yang, like they're chemically altered so much to the point where they just don't even know what, what they are. And here's the problem is that instead of jumping to, you know, natural remedies that might take a little bit longer, but will actually provide a solution to the problem. We run into these situations where people have a problem, they go to the doctor and then it's like, here, three pills later and then side effects and then four pills later. And before they know it, they're just like not themselves anymore. They're not even like, I mean, they're numbed out by chemicals. It's so crazy. On this last trip, I ran into this lady and her and I got talking a little bit and she I was, I was just, I could tell she was having a hard day. So I sat there and I just reassured her because I knew that if I could give her reassuring thoughts and they stuck with her, that she could reassure herself through it. That's all it is. I mean, yeah. so this lady, she was telling me, she's like, and I don't want to go to the doctor for this problem. I can't remember what it was. And she goes, because every time I go to the doctor, he just gives me a new prescription. And I sat there and I was like, this is the world we live in. Yep. And and when in reality, it could be so many other things like the anxiety could be an energetic issue. And you and I have had our had our experiences with that. with the metaphysical and energy and things of that nature. And there's just so many things that could be to the point where you don't need to jump to that, like all that, that last case scenario where a big thing for me was like when I was going through my spiritual awakening. And I think you could probably say the same thing is that 
dude, I thought I was going fucking crazy for a minute. Oh, I really God. did. <laughs> it's like you start noticing all the shit that's going on around you, and you start noticing all the numerology. You start noticing all the synchronicities and the people. And you can't and... tell anyone unless unless they're there too, because they'll just look at you with just a blank stare and think you're fucking crazy. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're somewhat somewhere in the spiritual awakening process. Just take a breath and know that you're okay. And that and you're not alone. Can, and shit gets a little bit trippy for a minute and it's going to be okay. And you're going to level out and you're going to be in a position where you feel like you're on drugs all the fucking time because you're Balanced. so excited to be alive. You're so grateful to be alive. You're living a more authentic version of yourself that gets to be true and doesn't have to cover itself up and hide and, and be something that other people want you to be. Like you get to live a more authentic life and it's, it's an adjustment period. Like it's been, I mean, you've been a good friend of mine for a couple of years and watched me go through the whole thing. Like there's a lot of ups and downs and there's a lot of lefts and rights and there's a lot of things. And then you realize that once you're on the path and you can feel it and you feel at one with everything and everyone, you're like, holy shit, I wouldn't give this up for anything. And along that path, this is the hardest part, is you're going to have to let a lot of things go mm -hmm. that no longer align with it. I think that's the big thing. I think, I mean, because from that's a... That's why people get stuck. It is the main reason why people get stuck is that inability to consciously let things go. And, and I'll give you an example. Like, let me just give you like a dumb, simple example that you'll, you'll be able to resonate with right now is I want to buy some new clothes for myself, but you know what I mean? I bought so much clothes in the past that I have a full closet. So what do I have to do? I have to let things go. I have to get rid of clothes. I have to let them go. I went and donated some stuff. I gave you a couple things that look better on you than me. And I'm opening up space for something new. It works the same way with energy. It works the same way with thoughts. It works the same way with people. It works the same way with experiences. It's like you have to release those things. And then there's a space and a void that gets to be filled by something better, something that's more in alignment, something that's more suitable for you. That's better for your future. It's such a beautiful thing. I remember you told me that when you were telling me that with crystals, you're like, whenever I give one away, I always get one back. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay. And I was, I had this skull that I, I didn't want to give to Drew, but I knew I needed to because I knew that he needed it more than me. Then that's just what I was called to. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> all right, I'll give it to him. So I gave it to him. And literally like four days later, Sam came around and Sam gave me this tiger's eye obelisk right before I left on this work trip, which for you, those of you that don't know, tiger's eye is perfect for wealth and for abundance, concentration, and protection, so, a bunch of good stuff. I carried that thing all over with me when I was on this last work trip and it it's, served you. It, yeah, it served me, but it, it came to me right after I gave something away. And, and when you start to be a little bit more aware, you'll notice that happens a lot mm -hmm. with books, with money, with friends. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And it, what's crazy too, is when you start getting multiple people in that same mindset, like, I mean, like I'd say like our friendship is tighter because it's like, we're on a more similar path than we've been in the past. Right. Yeah. It was like, we were there together and then we separated and then we kind of came back to this spot and like our friendship's better. It's tighter. Like when you have more collective consciousness, more good ideas flow, more abundance flows when you're around people who are abundant. And one thing that I've really want to emphasize is like, as you grow and as you heal and become a better version of yourself in whatever way that looks like the people you spend your time with are so much more important. Like you become aware of everything that's going on around you. You become aware of where everyone's at and you consciously choose out of self love. I want to be around these people because they make me feel the way that I want to feel. And that's when you start living a better life. 
It's so true. It's it's amazing, and it's it's such a powerful thing. I'm I'm incredibly grateful for where we're at, and I think it's been cool to see. I think the best way you d- described it the other day was like it's like we're pulling back the arrow, mm-hmm. and like we're prepping for all these like really great, amazing things that are just right on the horizon. It's it's like it's. I haven't been running on like a crazy high. I've been running on a very stable high. And I have found all of the things that pull me down from that high and removed them. Mm-hmm. Whether it be toxic girls that I was dating, <laughs> alcohol, which is a huge one, over a, like abuse of drugs, um, not taking care of my body. It's like I have collectively found all of the things that have been holding me back or that have set me off and set me back before and I'm no longer using them. And I just have found an energy that is it's consistent it's consistent i think that's the biggest thing is a consistent energy like when you live in the highs like you get the highs and you're going to get the lows but if you can just find a, a good operating space of i can operate here and i could go forever that's where you want to be like you steadily just want to stay there all the time because like consistency is important in the way you feel when you string those days together of like i feel good today I feel good tomorrow. I feel good this week. I felt good this month. I felt good this year. And it's like, it just becomes this compounding effect. Like we talked about earlier this morning is like the compounding effect of things in life is probably the most powerful force on the, in the universe. One of them I would say is like when you catch that momentum in your spiritual journey, when something's going right, when you're getting that encouragement from the universe, take it, make those changes, take inspired action and keep watching that shit compound over and over and over again. And before you know it, you're living a completely different life. That's so much more in alignment and so much more abundant than you could ever imagine. And you'll get tested a lot too, Mm because you'll get sent, you'll get sent girls like situations, alcohol, drugs, just to see if you'll, if you'll go back and you'll dip your feet back in those waters, it's going to put you back. I'll tell you one thing though, like, um, in my experience with some, some of those tests, like, and it's not that the universe isn't testing you to punish you. It's testing you to, to see what you've sure learned, to make sure that you're made the right. Decision. Yeah. Make sure you're making the right decisions for yourself. Like it's like, it helps you prep and then it gives you the opportunity to make the choice. And then when you, what, what I was getting at is like, when you make that choice and that decision, it's, and it's the right one, which one, the one that you know is right for your oh, soul. You know. It's, it's, you know, it's such a better feeling than anything that that substance or that experience or that person could have ever given to you or provided for you because you understand that by making that choice internally that you love yourself so much that you're going to make a better decision for your future and tomorrow there's just no better feeling there's there's not a better feeling on on the planet yeah watching yourself do exactly what you know you should be doing is the best feeling ever Mm -hmm. it is and coming from people coming for some people who knew knew what we should be doing and didn't do those things. Oh, I was so out of control, man. Yeah. Like, so out of control. I mean, I think, I think we should touch on this too, just cause we both have had our stints with, with sobriety. Right. Yeah. And it's weird cause we had, we had some differing experiences with it, but mine was always geared around wanting to get better, like wanting to improve, but it was still in a way self-destructive. Like I was using things outside of myself to try to enhance myself internally while I got some benefit. It came at a cost too. So I wanted to get better. So I was using things that made me feel better, but didn't actually make me better because it was only short term gain. It's like synthetic. Yeah. Very type. Synthetic. Yeah. Synthetic, you know, very short, short term, very narrow minded. And which keep in mind, we're not shaming 
alcohol, drugs, or anything because no. they do have a lot of benefits and a lot of people can actually function on them. Yeah. It's just I got to a point where I realized that this is something that doesn't work for me, so I had to let it go. And for a lot of people, it actually does help them. Yeah, I, th- I think the one that I would probably ha- take a hard hard stance on is alcohol. I think alcohol, alcohol absolutely. That's why they call it spirits. Yeah, I think it absolutely eats your soul away it and really weakens, does. Your, weakens your energetic field and makes you susceptible to a bunch of... Um, non non-human energies basically yeah there's there's a reason why something that can make you lose complete control that kills multiple people on roads that eats away at your body that makes you unhealthy kills your immune system there's a reason that it's legal mm-hmm. yeah it's true that's the truest shit but i mean it's been tough for me like i mean you know my mom alcoholic like i've watched her destroy herself and a lot of people ask me why i don't drink and it's just like it, it going back to the decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Going back to that choice, the universe is like, I wouldn't say it's testing me, but it gave me an example of, of addiction in my family that's run really heavily on my, my mother's side of the family. And seeing that and me choosing, I don't want that for myself. I'm choosing the right direction with that. And that's such a good feeling. It's, better, it's a way better feeling than ever taking a sip of alcohol for me. Uh, dude, I've, I've had such a hard time with, with addiction. I remember when we were working back at golden and there was a period of time where I was so deep in cocaine that I was snorting cocaine off my desk with my manager right behind my back. <laughs> and she had you no idea. wild, bro. <laughs> no, like, like that, that, that was an all time low. And I remember every 15 minutes I'd go crazy if I didn't have more. And it was just a perpetual cycle. And I had convinced myself that I needed this, this substance in order to get me somewhere. And now looking back on those days and being like, I'm so much more relaxed and my eyes are not pinned all the time. And I am actually like capable of thinking and I'm happy. And knowing that I was able to dig myself out of that is something to be proud of. So for anybody that is listening, uh, I did it. You can do it. Mm -hmm. If you're still in it, like you can get out and it is much better on the other side. Mm -hmm. You just have to make the right decision. Agreed. I think the big thing, the one big thing that I want to share with people about addiction is that on the other side of sobriety is not this boring life because on the other side of sobriety is connection and connection is the most powerful. It is uh, nutty. It's the best feeling ever. Like when you feel so empowered and in your body and in control of consciously choosing, like that's what I'm going to do today because I know that's what I want to be doing. And I know it's going to be better for my future. Like that's the most addicting shit there is. You want to talk about like a true addiction that's healthy for you is being in alignment, purpose. having purpose and pursuing that shit day in and day out. Like we were talking the other day when we were hanging out, I was like, dude, do you just, do you just not get tired anymore? And I was like, my was body like, no. may get, my body sometimes may get tired or like my eyes will get a little bit more dry from staring at screens. But there, for some reason, without drugs, there is this part of me that has taken over that just has infinite energy to keep going. And when I start losing track or being like, oh, I'm going to sit on my phone for a minute, like I'll immediately catch myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this is what I need to be focusing on. And this is what I'm doing. And it's infinite. It's, it's such crazy. an interesting thing because the things that you used, like we used to do, like sitting on your phone for hours on end, like that would just be normal. Now it's like when you have vision and purpose and you're clear and you don't have like this chemical buffer that's keeping you out of like what true reality is. You're like, dude, I don't want to be sitting on my phone all day. There's nothing of value on here. Yeah. It's like, I mean, they call, I mean, our buddy mentioned it the other day. He said they call it a cell phone for a reason because they sell phones. Yeah. And you're in a cell when you're sitting there consuming it. And so it's been, 
really oh, amazing. I, I, yeah. When you told me that, I thought it was you were telling me because they just keep selling phones because no, of the sell. trap of cycle, like how it works. No, like sell, sell, that, sell that like a prison, nuts. like prison cell. Holy fuck! Like mental prison cell. Like a mental prison. Yep. And I mean, I mean, our buddy even mentioned like it with like Apple. For yeah, example, the like fruit. the forbidden fruit, you bite, the, you bite the forbidden Honestly, fruit. I love their phones, but fuck those guys for making my phone break every two years. Yeah, like, yeah, no shit. It's basically a two-year, one thousand dollars subscription that you're signed up into. Yeah, but it is what it is. It is what it is. There's a lot of good things that come of it. Our oh, ability yeah. to to connect with people. It's just the way that you view those things. But yep. it's it's in anything in too much excess can be potentially harmful for you. I mean, too much water can kill you. Too much salt can kill you. Too much potassium could kill you. You know what I mean? And you eat too many bananas, you can kill yourself. Like, crazy to think, right? You can never pet enough dogs. So. But you can never pet enough dogs. Wrangler's been chilling on my lap the whole time, and he's been, <laughs> he's been getting all the pets. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, moderation is really important in everything. Moderation in people, moderation in, you know, even, even your meditation. Like, if you sit there and meditate for 12 hours a day, it's like, you're not getting anything done. So that's one thing I was doing a lot of for a while. And I was like healing my body. It was like, I just meditate for six hours a day, which I learned a lot of really fascinating things about myself. But then there was a moment that came that said, you're not taking action. You're yeah. not, you're not doing, you're learning these things, but you're not applying. Like the application is the most important thing. I remember when you came to me about rave raid and you were telling me all these things. And I was like, Tyler, stop telling me about them and start yeah. doing them. And then the <laughs> other day we had that conversation. I was like, look at you. You stopped talking about it and you started doing it and watch how it's starting to come to life. It was almost like mentally programming myself. Like w when it came through, cause like I remember the idea came through and it was it's like, almost like you have to convince yourself yeah, of it. Yeah. You have to program yourself. You have to meditate upon it. You have to make sure like, okay, is this worth committing my life to? Is this worth committing my time to in my future? Can I do this? And like working through a lot of things, like personally, I've had to overcome a lot of like limiting beliefs, which I'm so grateful that I have like through this business of like, instead of this idea of like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And being like, oh shit, I don't know how to do that. It's like, shit, I don't know how to do that. How do, how, do I, how do I figure out how to do it? Or how do I find someone who knows how to do it? And it kind of goes back to the whole think and grow rich thing um, about Henry Ford is like Henry Ford wasn't necessarily the smartest person on the planet, but he was smart enough to know that the more smart people he put around him, the more geniuses he put around him, the easier it would be to create his dream into a reality, which has since happened. I've got some like for lack of a better term, I've got some fucking killers on the team. Like we got yeah, some, we do. got some freaking yeah, beasts, and it's happening quick. Too. Yeah. We got some beasts. We got some manifestation uh, masters. We got some manifestors on the team and going back to that, that collective consciousness is like, that's what we need. Those are the people that I want to have in my life. Like it's very clean, clean and distinct. Like there's like five, six people that I've spent all my time with and in search of a greater reality. That's what we're all pushing for. We're going to meet more of those people and our networks and become bigger. And we're just going to like, it's going to be amazing. Like I look forward to the day that we're able to connect with the DJs and all the stuff that like just in the community and I'm able to help you and you're able to help me. And like, I'm just excited for that. Yeah. It's going to be funny to look back on this, this moment and realize how far we've come. Cause it's like, I know where it's going. I don't know all of the details and that's totally cool with me. But I am no longer a prisoner of my mind. I've finally found a way to crack my code mm -hmm. and I've stayed in control due to it. And that's just consistency of making the right decisions. Exactly. And, and the big thing is too, no matter where you're at in the journey, just know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So and don't that, hurt and, yourself over it. And what's crazy too is that 
it's so crazy because like I didn't believe this for a long time, but it's literally just a decision. It is. You, but the thing is, is you have to get yourself to the point where you're ready to make that decision, where you clearly can see the vision for your future, and you're like, you know what, that's it. I choose that over anything, any distraction that is in front of me in this current moment. That's more important to me. And that right there is what will keep you going, keep you energized, keep you passionate and keep you in the game as long as you need to be until you complete that. Purpose is very powerful. When you can actually make a decision to dedicate your life to something or one thing, you will figure out any way to do it. The problem is is so many people come out of school or high school and they just think that it's normal to work these nine to fives without kind of really finding their way. And for some people that's, that's okay for them and some other, some others they're stuck in that cycle but they're aware and that's why they're so depressed and they feel stuck and it's because they haven't filled their life with purpose yet mm-hmm. and i think i think that there's you know there's some people that are meant to like work nine to fives like that's part of why they came here they're like you know well, what honestly I just, society wouldn't function if we didn't have yeah those we have like everything serves a perfect purpose but you know we've talked about this personally is like i knew and you knew that if we just did that for the rest of our lives even when we were unaware, we talked about this. Like if we just did that for the rest of our lives, we'd be miserable. <laughs> and we, we died with even, a lot of regrets. Even the two years, even was how long we were at gold, were we at golden? Two years. It served a really good purpose, but year two, I was, <laughs> I was not doing well. Yeah. And I required so much stimulants just to even get it up to go and work there. And if you, and here's the thing is if you have to chemically induce yourself to do something in life it ain't for you it ain't for you and you shouldn't do it because your body and your self-love and your mental preservation is so much more important than working for a place that could replace you the next day and no amount of money is worth your mental health and peace and mental clarity and and it's just not worth it you know and here's the thing because when you are in that state of mental clarity and abundance and passion, even if you don't know what it is that you're doing, the universe is going to drop that thing to you and you're going to feel it. Like I'm sure when you decided like, I'm going to make music that you like were just like buzzing. Oh yeah. I remember, I remember when it first happened and I was like, and I I remember, remember when we went to Lake Powell mm -hmm. and I was on top of the, the boat with the, the decks like the DJ decks. Yeah. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. And it felt like that. I remember that moment so clearly. It felt like for the first time in my life that I was like, this is what I was born to do. <laughs> and I was like, we, there was just a very small amount of people there. Like I was just on top of this, like this houseboat playing music on this deck that I had no idea how to use. And yet it felt like it was the most familiar thing I've ever had that like that for you like that feeling is like the equivalent of people telling me how well rave raid works oh, that shit's so good like that that shit gets me like that gets me hyped i'm kind of i'm kind of pissed that i stopped i wasn't able to use rave raid during my drinking phase because there was a lot of really <laughs> bad hangovers that i had that that would have helped <laughs> dang but all right so last question um i asked this to everybody that's on the episode what does it mean to you to be in flow um being in flow is filling your mind with purpose and then making sure that you follow up and achieve whatever it is that you need to do in order to fulfill your purpose. The, the state that you go into when you find purpose for me is flow. Damn straight, brother. And how can everyone find you? 
Uh, I mean, I'll be around. There's a lot of work that I'm going to start doing, um, right? I got some more work stuff I got to do, but you can find me on Instagram. It's Unity World. I'm trying to get the other person that has Unity Music to change so I can be Unity Music. On Twitter, Unity Music. Snapchat, Unity Music. And uh, Facebook, Unity Music. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that one. Even if we have to offer him something. We'll so. get him. All right. Signing off, guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Peace.